There's a lot of content that goes viral on popular short-form video app TikTok these days. Think pranks, dance challenges, lifestyle tips, and even the trolling of former US President Donald Trump, thanks to a merry band of K-pop fans and TikTok teens. But there's one surprising sector that Gen Zs and millennials are embracing, personal finance advice. Yes, you heard that right, dubbed FinTok, Youth are flocking to TikTok channels that offer a range of entertaining smart money tips that help them understand credit cards, loans, interest, and even how to invest. Experts say the global COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns have created economic uncertainty for younger generations. And this is what's driving the trend for FinTok videos. Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is Nathan McFarlane, the founder of Dubai's Help With Debt and a rising fintech influencer in the Middle East, who will offer his thoughts on how to get the most out of personal finance advice on TikTok. Welcome to the show, Nathan. Thank you for having me, Felicity. It's a pleasure. So, Nathan, I hear you're a rising fintech influencer in the Middle East. When did you join TikTok? Well, I actually joined at the back end of 2019, um, just like everyone else would. And, you know, you because you, you, everyone's talking about TikTok, so on and so forth at the time. Um, but then I started um, doing videos specific to financial services uh, in the middle of February last year. So about 12 months of FinTok uh, content. Okay. So what's your handle and how many followers do you have? My handle is at edunates. E-D-U-N-A-T-E-S, like educates, but edunates. I've got almost 24,000 followers now, um, all specifically looking for, obviously, financial information. But it's more about the views that TikTok provides, obviously, and the the virality of the platform. Um, I've had close to 15 million views on the platform in the last 12 months alone. As far as I'm aware, I'm pretty much the most viewed financial educator at least English-speaking financial educator in the Middle East. That's quite incredible. So what inspired you to um, to join the platform in the first place? Is it uh, part of what you're doing with uh, Help With Debt? Yeah, my previous background, is, um, as I've said before, is as a financial advisor. I worked in the investment world, worked in the insurance world, um, and didn't really like it, and I moved into helping people with their debt problems. And my idea was always to provide a, an online platform um, to be able to, to educate people in this particular space. Um, and that's how it started, really. But, and, you know, as things grew on um, with the content that I created, um, you started to realize, well, actually, this is way beyond just people in debt. It's about the whole financial services industry, how there is a massive lack of financial literacies, you know, statistically, only 38% of people in the UAE are financially literate across the world. It's 33%. Um, even if you look at the most financially literate country in the world, the most financially literate country in the world is only 71% of people. So, you know, the, the fact is people do not understand finance. That's the reality. Um, and we're trying to be able to get out there, reach to people, um, explain things in a fun way. Um, and then link that back to the business so that we can aid individuals to, you know, have a better financial life, whether that's if they're in debt, whether it's that, you know, they're looking at transferring money, 
whether it's that they they're looking to invest, whether it's they want extra advice, whether it's they want to learn more about, um, you know, different revenue streams that they can have for themselves to bring in money. Um, multiple different you know avenues and and TikTok gives us the platform to be able to give little bite-sized chunks of information to the users on the platform. So that's what I was going to ask. I mean, TikTok is all about short form videos. What type of content are you creating to get your message across and help people understand, you know, smart money skills? Yeah, uh, obviously TikTok's slightly different from other platforms. Um, And I think this is where people really out there really need to understand the difference. You know, let's look at the traditional um, forms that we have, you know, uh, you know, from the national, you've got the newspaper. So reading, blog posts, so on and so forth, which are generally long, um, which may not have as much engagement. You've got YouTube. YouTube videos tend to be longer. And realistically, if you're watching that YouTube video, you have a, a real direct interest in that particular um, particular subject, whether it's finance. You know, there's uh, guys in the US, uh, Graham Stevens, one of them, who does financial videos, um, and he has millions of followers. Um but that's for people that specifically know about finance and they actually want to go and learn more about it. So they know about it already. You've then got Facebook, Instagram, which is slightly shorter form, perhaps um, in different formats. And then you've got TikTok. And TikTok is providing education to people that otherwise wouldn't realize they need to know it. Um, you know, I think and that links back to financial literacy. If someone's not is financially illiterate, nine times out of 10, they're not really interested or bothered about financial services because it's more of an ignorance. When when you don't know something, when you're not educated in something, you choose to generally ignore it. But with TikTok, you can provide a short, snappy video, which could last anywhere between 10 seconds and, and 60 seconds, which provides information in a fun way where the user can engage with you and understand a certain subject in a very simple way and if they want to follow on from that then okay let's say I do a video on um, credit cards okay now there's loads of places out there to go and read on credit cards we you know the national in particular does lots of great content online where you can go and read an article or you go on YouTube and watch long videos but it takes someone with a real interest to stay engaged in those type of media um, structures. Um, You have to have a a real engaged uh, understanding of that particular subject or really, really want to know about it. With TikTok, you can hook someone to make them understand just enough to make them think, you know what, I wanna go and learn more about this particular subject. You know, it's, it's very broad information, but enough to be able to make the user to go, yeah, I wanna learn more, so whether that's they go to Wikipedia or they go to YouTube or they go up and look, look on articles in, uh, specific to that. They know that, OK, I'm interested in this subject. That makes sense. Or what's quite often, it'll be something like a fact or, uh, you know, or the five things they may want to consider when when doing X, Y, Z. All these little things that make p- plant a seed in the mind to think, you know what, I need to read up a little bit more about this. I need to learn more about this. And actually what you're doing is you're seeding the foundations of getting people to become more financially literate. So it's almost like they're teasers and uh, an introduction to something in personal finance that, that you could help them with. Yeah, exactly. It's an auto cue. If your auto cue isn't there, then 
you, you ignore the situation. And that's what happens with financial literacy. You know, if people don't understand something, they ignore it. But if you give them enough enough of a cue, uh, you know, it's like your it's like the movie trailer, right? It's a movie trailer. When you want when you when you go to the movies, the movie the the the, the movie trailers are set for a short space of time, which are going to hook you to make I want to watch that. And it's exactly the same situation. And this isn't just with financial services. This is with consultancy in all all forms. You know, I, I've got friends uh, that I work with on TikTok, lawyers who have been really, really successful um, because it's relevant to, for a lot of people, but people just don't think about it on a day to day or psychologists to make, you know, think about how you should approach your life, so on and so forth. So these these things that people weren't necessarily looking for, but you've given them that trailer to think, you know what, I want to educate myself more on that specific um, that specific vertical. So in the case for me, obviously, finance. So tell us then about the type of content that you're creating. I mean, what topics are you, are you bringing up and how are you approaching that? What is it like top tips or, you know, um, kind of your thoughts on whatever's going on in the personal finance world? It's a variety of different things. It could be something that's in the news. So, for example, obviously, the GameStop saga has been something in the news at the moment. Things that are relevant, obviously, the coronavirus in particular last year was having a big effect and people couldn't keep up with their payments. You know, we were all struggling, you know, including myself as a business owner. So it also gives you that ability to explain all these situations and relate to yourself. You know, for me, um, the way that I want the the users to see me is this is Nathan this is just the way he is he's going to provide you information and I'm just going to give it to you very um in a very friendly way in a very humble way this is my uh you know this is my knowledge and I'm going to give it to you because I believe if I can give that knowledge to you it may have a positive impact on your life and that could be in all sorts of verticals in my space you know it my my channel links in with finance and business because i have a you know i have a business um I, you know i'm building a fintech company so it comes across those verticals i talk a little bit about my business journey the th- the experiences that I've, I've had you know the 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 things i've seen along the way my expertise in different financial verticals whether i speak about investments whether it's the stock market whether it's insurance all little pieces of information which people can utilize and potentially then if they are interested in that particular subject move on to you know either a platform or another another social media space to try and find more information on or you know what a lot of the um, users do is contact me to 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 ask for more questions in a bit more detail what are those topics that you're addressing that you're seeing or you know that people are really interested in it's quite interesting now obviously I've, I've i've done a video pretty much every single day for the last 350 days so you know i've got so much content on my channel and it's interesting to go back over the videos that that go viral that where there is more engagement some of them it's just something that's really you know uh, i did a video about um if you have 100 dirhams to your name you're you're richer than 25% of the american population just this you know a silly fact like that but it's engaging so that one went really viral people were like whoa really i was like yeah because 25% of those people are already in the negative from the debts that they're in so you know there's these things that people just don't think about right down to things which are really relevant at the time you know about i did a lot of videos in the middle of last year on 
you know, um, uh, telling people to approach the banks to reschedule their their loans and their credit cards to, you know, or try to get deferments. They weren't, they, a lot of them, particularly in that sort of lockdown period, it was crazy. I, I had literally in a space of two weeks, four or five million views and a thousand people contact me. It was crazy. Um, but now it's kind of lots of very different topics. You Sometimes you just really don't know what it is. So when you think about TikTok, though, I mean, you you think it's pranks, it's dance challenges, it's lifestyle tips, and even trolling Donald Trump, for instance. Why do you think FinTok has gone viral? Yeah, this is an easy one. It's changing the way we learn. If you're looking at finance in, per se, FinTok in this instance, traditional financial institutions are the, pe- the providers of the service for individuals, whether that's a credit card, a loan, an insurance policy, an investment policy, a bank account. And that's what bank accounts defied financial services as. Why? Because they were the things that they could monetize on. That's the reality, right? But that's not necessarily what people are interested in. People might be interested in, I want to learn about stocks. I don't necessarily want to invest. I want to learn about it. I want to learn about affiliate marketing, potentially other ways I can make money. I want to learn about side hustles. I want to do educational courses. I want to do all these other things in in this particular vertical. Okay, well, we'll give you some information about it because my my primary goal is not to monetize in comparison to financial institutions prior to this, banks, financial advisors, um, even robo-advisors. Their primary goal from the word go is to monetize. So the traditional financial structure has been about sell, 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 and then we'll, you know, and once we've sold to you, we'll give you something. In this structure, it's no, learn, and you can make your decisions how you please. And if you want to come back to facilitate for me, then great. You know, the, the traditional financial services industry has relied on naivety. That's the reality. People don't understand how finance works. I've given you the statistics already. 33% of the world are financially literate. So that means two out of three people do not understand finance. But yet, Eight and a half out of 10 people use financial services, are banked in the UAE. So so they're using credit cards, they're using loans, they're using um, investments, they're being sold these services, but yet they don't understand it. And TikToks, they're giving us the opportunity to open that mind, give that movie trailer to make people think, oh, and maybe I need to think about that before I do that. Maybe I need to think about what can go wrong if I get a credit card? Maybe I need to think about, oh, what is the right bank account to get? Oh, maybe I need to think about before I invest in that, that crazy stock, so on and so forth. You know, we, we understand already the changes in financial services are, are happening. You know, we all also understand that the majority of millennials are in serious trouble because of the, the you know, these days you look at this, I did a video about this the other day, actually, um, you know, the pensions aren't as good for millennials now that, you know, you can't buy a house with the salaries in comparison like you used to be able to, you know, there's this generation that don't understand finance and that need to understand finance more than ever because they're not spoon fed like previous generations were. Do you think that the um, economic uncertainty caused by the pandemic has amplified this need um, for education for Gen Z and millennials, you know, to you know, learn more about smart money skills, but also, you know, to boost their their savings and their income. It's opened their eyes. 
I think, yeah, I think you're looking at an entire generation of people that simply have been woken up in some capacity. Um, and social media is simply changing the way um, services can be provided. And if you combine technology, you know, in, 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 if we're looking at finance, financial technology and social media, I've been, I was talking about this, you know, at conferences even before the pandemic happened. You know, the pandemic happened, it's times it by 10. You know, that people need, have realised and woken up, I need to learn more. Okay, so now it's about getting it out to people and how can we explain that in a way where they understand it um, and get them to learn a little bit more. And, and then combine that with technology, you're looking, say bye-bye to the middleman. Because quite often you'll find a middleman. And I, I noticed myself, you know, when I first came to the UAE, I got employed in a financial role and my, my knowledge at that point was minimal in finance. I had to learn as I went. So how on earth can I go up to someone and suddenly, you know, sell a product or, or do, do something when actually I don't really know that much myself. I had to go out and learn it. So now if you've got the queue where people are actually your average Joe on the street that's not in the financial world needs to learn themselves, why do you need the middleman anymore, particularly when financial technology can facilitate everything else for you? Would you say that financial services need to have a serious shift in mindset and approach everything that they do now and, you know, sort of a 21st century, uh, you know, attitude um, and catch up and understand that, you know, initially it's, it, it's not about paying consultancy fees and money up front. It's about introducing, you know, solid, smart money information for people who then might take that, which is what, I mean, which is what I think you're doing on TikTok. Um, but, you know, so many people have been burned by financial service companies here. Um, and perhaps people like you are, you know, sort of turning that around and making a difference. You know, financial institutions really need to start thinking that that things have just tripled, quadrupled, times 10 down. And if they're going to think that they can still work in the same ways that they worked in before, they are vastly mistaken. Uh, and the institutions that don't choose to evolve in this stage through technology and social media, I, I personally believe will fail or won't ha at least won't have the successes that they had before. You know, the, the banks in particular need to understand that they've, they've lost the connection with the client. You know, that's a key thing. You know, why am I successful on social media? It's because my users have a connection with me because they know the other person on the end of, of their phone is giving them honest, transparent information. There's a trust element. Is that trust element there with banks or financial institutions? I argue to say no. Talking about trust, have you noticed, I mean, you know, I guess on the flip side of TikTok, there is some bad financial advice going going out there, you know, whether it's predatory ads or myths, um, scams and things like that. How do you counter that type of content on your channel? Okay. So firstly, you need to understand, I think when people come onto TikTok, it's not advice, right? It's knowledge and opinions. And it's how you take those knowledge and opinions. The word advice to me is an impartial understanding of a person's situation and then providing the, them the information based on their circumstances. We're on TikTok, you can't give advice because you don't know the individual. Right? But what you can do is you can give knowledge and opinions on based on your knowledge and past history um, of what's happened. Uh, and again, 
<clears throat> that links, you know, that links back to the trust of the user. You know, if the user comes on and sees someone that's put one video about, you know, this crazy stock that's going to fly up, you know, he's sat there with his fancy watch and Lambo in the background. It's just Instagram all over again, isn't it? You know, we already see that already. It happens on every platform. And again, it's just people making cho choices based on what they see. You know, I think consistency obviously matters. So, you know, that part of the reason why there is that trust with my community is there's 350 videos that they can go over on specific topics, you know, where they can see who I am as an individual. It's not just about, you know, 90% of my videos are there about business and, and, and finance, but 10% of it's about me, you know, 10% is this is my life. This is who I am. This is what I'm trying to do. And then it's down to people to make the, the decisions um, that they, that they believe are, are the optimal ones to make. Unfortunately, in this world, there's always going to be people that take advantage of people um, to, to try and make a quick buck. That's just the reality. Um, and that's going to happen on all sorts of platforms. That's going to happen on TikTok. That's going to happen on Instagram. That's going to happen on Facebook. That's going to happen on YouTube. That's going to happen everywhere. You, you know, you still get the cold calls, right? <laughs> they still happen. Um, I think there's just a level of, it needs to be a level of understanding that that there's always going to be people out there that do that. But all that I can focus on and, and, and people that are out there that do have, you know, a decent skill set is be consistent with your content. Keep putting it out there and people will know who you are and if you're, you know, providing good advice or good opinions, good knowledge um, in comparison to the, the scammers that you might find, which happen on every platform. So what, what would be your top tips for uh, FinTalk followers to be aware of, you know, any advice that may not be in their best interests? Well, first thing first, as I said before, don't take anything as advice, right? Take it as knowledge, take it as opinions, and then research further. That's, that's the first point. You know, there's no way that you can explain any kind of complex financial topic in an advisory element inside 60 seconds, right? Research further. And if you are on a platform, it, you know, it's look at, what that person's produced before you know i've come to learn over a period of time that the the people that tend to flash that they have all these things are not the people that actually have all these things so that's always one to look for but i think consistent content you know who the person is you know how they're responding are they trying to sell you something as you'll understand and particularly with the gamestop saga you're starting to see that gen z's and younger people are far more savvy than you may perceive they have gone through an entirely different level of education at a younger age, which simply millennials or boomers did not have. And if anyone is underestimating the power of what social media has been over the last seven years, the biggest one of that would be the financial institutions, for sure. Absolutely. And finally, what are your best tips for FinTalk followers to learn about smart money management? And gain confidence, you know, to be able to take those skills and start investing and, you know, growing their money. Engage, learn, don't jump in too quickly. Don't necessarily take it so seriously to, to start off with. Just learn more and then, and then make optimal decisions from there. Anyone out there, I would extremely recommend getting on there on TikTok spending some time, creating some content, create content regularly. And the, the main thing is offer value to people. If you know information, don't keep it to yourself to try and monetize because you'll end up losing. 
because no one's interested in speaking to someone that just wants to make money. People want to learn things that they can improve their lives. All right, go out there and help them. And you know what? You give a little, you might just get a little. Nathan, thank you very much for joining us this week. Great advice. My pleasure. Thank you this week to Nathan McFarlane. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pf@thenational.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to the podcast on your podcasting app to receive weekly updates and also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison and I've been your host, Felicity Glover.